Welcome. This is the Terminal Exchange. And today, um, really, really excited because, well, we have a two-for-one deal and we have twins here. So we have Cody and Cole Zeller. Welcome. Thanks. Thanks hey, for having us. Yeah, glad yeah. to be here. Yeah. So um, who's older? So technically me mm -hmm. by yeah. one minute, right? Yep. Uh, it's not. It's a few minutes. It's a few minutes. Let's look at the birth certificate. So. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, just by a few minutes, me. Okay. So. And what do you guys do here at Newsbomb? Uh, I work in operations and I am a customer account coordinator. Okay. And I am in human resources and I'm a driver recruiter. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you guys enjoy that job? I love it. Yeah. No, I absolutely love it. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Who do you think um, works with a better department? Um. I mean, clearly we do. I mean, no, operations is pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah. know. It's a, so it's a fun crew in operations. If you guys are used to, if you guys have ever walked around Newsbomb um, in Cody's department, there are always a like bouquet of flowers. Um, and in Cole's department, there's probably going to be like cheese balls <laughs> or. Um, there's pork rinds there today. Oh, <laughs> pork rinds, yeah. Um, Fridays, they have like a little special deal. If you're there before 7 a.m., you might get like Chick fil A or Casey's Pizza. Wow. That's right. So. Wendy's burritos or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, awesome. So, how, how about we talk a little bit about being twins since, um, you know, it's what you guys have been born into. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, have you grown up like feeling like individuals? Did you ever feel like you were just? Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'll say no. I'll say when we first kind of in the early stages of our lives, um, there was the classic, you dressed alike, mm -hmm. um, you did a lot of the same things, you had a lot of the same friends. So um, there really wasn't enough I, I, I'll say enough room for individuality mm -hmm. when we were first growing up. Mm -hmm. um, but I feel like that was just the stigma. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it was just, normal. It was normal. Like you you were a twin. You looked alike. You did the same things, dressed alike, all those kind of things. So yeah. there really wasn't, I mean, t yeah, to be frank, not a lot of room for individuality. Well, you also, when you're five or six, you don't really have the choice of a wardrobe. <laughs> mom yeah. kind of dresses you. So yeah. mom definitely did that for sure, too. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so. Find us in a grocery store if we ran off or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Did you guys get mistaked for being one another? Oh. Oh. I mean. <laughs> we still do. We still yeah. do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, I just kind of pull them back to, to church specifically. People we've been going to church with our whole lives. Yeah. Still confuse us. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, to this day. And we're 26 years old. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, and. We obviously have separated from the dressing alike, right? You can clearly uh -huh. tell there's a difference sitting here probably, hopefully, for those watching at home. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so you guys didn't always work together at Newsbomb. No, we did not. Um, but now you do. Mm -hmm. And um, what what's that like? Yeah, it's a completely different experience um, to prior what we used to do. So me, me and Cody at one point actually did work together before mm -hmm. Newsbomb. We worked at uh, Apostolic Christian Restmore, so it's a nursing home in Morton, Illinois. Okay. Um, so we were in the dietary department there. And so helped serve the residents, clean the dishes and all the kitchenware and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and we did not enjoy that, <laughs> right? Like we didn't. Nope. So um, we did that for about 
two years two years two years probably and um Cody, you uh, yeah. So we both started there when we were seniors in high school, and yeah, like like he said, we worked there for two years, and we were still young teenagers, and we butted heads. So like, it wasn't always the best to probably have us together. Mm-hmm. We still did a good job, I would say, but I I'd, I'd prefer when because we could schedule ourselves. I didn't always like working with Cole just because I know we would probably yeah. butt heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I worked there for only two years, and then I got a job at Lighthouse Buick GMC in 2014. Yeah. Um, and I worked there for four years, and for after that, I came here. Yeah. So we only were together for two years. So I was just like, yeah. hearing Cole coming in, I'm like that's it was totally different because yeah. we were in totally different stages of life. So. Yeah. Yeah, Cody, it was, and that was kind of a lot of my, I say, my motivation for like seeking out News Bomb because mm-hmm. Cody, like, was just raving, like, oh man, this this place is awesome. Like, I love it here. Yeah. And it was actually a pretty hard transition for you at first, just coming from Lighthouse, because for those, Lighthouse Buick GMC is a Christian, like, similar to News Bomb. Yeah. I would say Christian run. Um, dealership in Morton, Illinois. So yeah. the cultures are pretty much identical, I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you coming from that was really hard. But he was telling me um, about all the opportunities here. And that was kind of like the light bulb, like, okay, he didn't like working with me before. So there has to be something about oh, this place where he's, that, willing to. That where he's willing to just say, hey, like when opportunity comes your way or, or look for opportunity here specifically. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, and I mean the dif- the biggest difference too is I mean we're in different departments, so mm-hmm. it's not like we're working directly with each other, anyways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but and you know we see each other what a handful of times a day at least, yeah. right? In, in the break so, room. Or so whatever. they do take lunch around the same time, and um, sometimes I get sad because I see that they don't eat together. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> or there was the one time that we did, and Sage walked by and said, "Oh, precious, <laughs> yes." Yeah, one of my favorite things is just like you know seeing people fellowship together, whether it's drivers that don't know each other in orientation, or you know brothers eating together. Um, I don't know; it's just sweet. Yeah. So when they eat by themselves, it makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. But, we'll have to do that more. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um. So. Uh, what um, what do you guys enjoy about like what do, what do you like about recruiting? Yeah, I I mean I'm a relationship guy. Um, the, that's what really drives me. I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that aspect of it, like building relationships with people, even though it's over the phone. Yeah. And and for the times that people do come into the office, I really enjoy that part of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think big picture too, like it gives me a lot of fulfillment. And knowing that I could potentially be working somebody, working with somebody, that would be a part of Newsbomb's long-term success. Yeah. Like if I if I have a guy that I'm just like, wow, yeah, like this guy just checks all the proverbial boxes of like what we want as a driver, right? What we mm-hmm. look for. Um, so I I really enjoy that part of it. Just kind of the detective work and yeah. like seeing like is this guy a culture guy? Yeah. Um, all those aspects. So that that's what really drives me in recruiting yeah. and what I, really excites me. Yeah. So, so um, for those of you that don't know, I have worked in recruiting with Cole mm-hmm. now in marketing, but um, there's been a handful of drivers I see that are looking for Cole, that like to see Cole. Um, Georgie, I know Georgie loves oh, Cole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Georgie too. Yeah. He's <laughs> great. It's been a okay. good addition. <laughs> what about, yeah, what do you do as a CAC? Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it stands for a customer account coordinator, and I'm on a team of seven of us, and we each um, have a handful of accounts that we carry here for Newsbomb. So the freight that is in those trucks, it's going to a certain customer. Our responsibility is to be the communication liaison between the customer and the driver, basically, letting them know, you know, certain customers have certain requirements and expectations for when they want their freight at these locations. Yeah. So it's our job to communicate if we're running early, if we're running late. Yeah. We're we're the mouthpiece for News Palm. Okay. And operations as a whole is just a lot of fun. I have yeah. so enjoyed it. It's I'm a task oriented person. I'm a type two on the Enneagram and that's a helper. So I like to I just like to serve and just do tasks and we basically operate out of Outlook from our customers. So it's uh-huh. just you come in, there's a hundred emails or whatever it may be. Yeah. And you just I love to just start from the bottom and go up and work yeah. my way up and I get excited about that. Yeah. And it is never the same day. There's okay. always something different or new happening. So yeah. I love it. When I first walked in Newsbomb, it, it kind of reminded me of like a 911 operator. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially in operations, because each person has like their light on. So it's red if they're on the phone, it's yep. blue if they're just taking like a timeout. Um, so, as like kind of a, in a position like that, have you ever dealt with a problem where you're like, this is just too much for me? And, and when that happens, like, what mm-hmm. do you do? I would say, honestly, there's never been a situation where I didn't think, like, I have to get send this to somebody else. There okay. were times where I would just, like, I'd need to, like, put the person on hold and just say, hey, I don't know this question that you're asking, but let me get you with somebody or let me seek some information and I can help you. Yeah. There's never been a situation, like, where, you know, I'm, I'm panicking, like, oh, my gosh, what do I do? Yeah. Like, but there's definitely situations. There's people that call in, you know, we're, we're logged in and we, like, we get outside calls all the time. And yeah. the person may not know who they're reaching. Yeah. So sometimes, especially from first starting here, I would always think like, are they wanting me? Like, mm-hmm. do they want to talk to me? But sometimes they're looking for somebody else. And yeah. that's just where you have to have, uh, find context clues and ask questions and just you find out what they need and you may be able to help them or you may know somebody else who yeah. is able to help them and you just send them over. Okay. So I would say a uh, short answer, no, I've never had like a situation to where I can't handle the call, mm-hmm. but people customers really appreciate it when you're honest and transparent like yeah. they like it like it's okay to say you know i don't know the answer to that but let me get you with somebody who does yeah show them that you care and you want to help them find the person to get the information they need yeah yeah it's really rewarding to like work at a company where everybody has that same sort of mentality where it's like you know i, I may not know but i will find out instead of right. being mm-hmm. like no <laughs> yeah yep. yeah yep. so uh, good awesome well I know this has been an unexpected year for a lot of people. Um, I know, like, um, both of you have recently gotten married. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys kind of want to talk about how maybe COVID has, like, a, affected that? or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'll start <laughs> just because, yeah, at first that defined my, mar- my marriage at one point. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I got married in May of 2020. So um, if you guys are checking your calendars, that was – the heart of COVID, mm-hmm. um, COVID-19. Um, yeah, it was, it was really tough. Um, I remember, um, and it's so crucial. News bomb is really crucial in all of this because, okay. um, I remember coming in one day in middle of March when everything kind of, um, started, right? Like mm-hmm. there was that kind of week when everybody, there was hand sanitizer uh, <laughs> stations at the door and Heather was, <laughs> Heather Swords was like, you know, use your, use your hand sanitizer and <laughs> go to work and all that kind of stuff. So it was right, right when that happened. And I remember, um, and I, 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 
I watched the news more than I did then. And I, I wasn't watching the news, knowing what was going on. Like, mm-hmm. hey, America's shutting down. Like, I had no idea that was happening. Yeah. Um, wasn't very informed at the time. Um, and I remember coming in one day and Heather Swords again was like, what are you going to do about your wedding? And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, have you watched the news? And I was like, no, I don't watch the news. He's like, well, I was like, you better check the news. Yeah. <laughs> so that was when, I mean, I think it was at one point it was gatherings at no more than a hundred or something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, Trump shrunk it down to 50. And then at one point it was 10, oh. no more than 10. Mm-hmm. And that was before we got into the stay at home mm-hmm. order, of course. And I, I just remember sitting at my desk, like just having a panic attack, like, mm-hmm. uh, what? <laughs> because that order was extended. I mean, it was going to supposed to be done at the end of May. And my, my wedding was May 3rd of 2020. Yeah. So that was, it was really hard. Um, we invited 700 people and we had 25 people in, it was an empty sanctuary. Um, the gathering area where we, we have, uh, the sermon and everything. Yeah. Um, you know, my father-in-law walked my wife down the aisle and it was just me and Cody and my, my brother. And, um, again, we, it was only 10 or less. So we were like really trying to respect what the government was asking of us. So mm-hmm. we didn't have my groomsmen on camera because of that. So they were in the back row there actually. So the way back. So it, yeah, it was, um, yeah. And that was at the beginning, right? Like when everything was like changing and yeah. regulations were happening. So I was blessed in the fact that I actually had decisions being made for me by the leadership in our church that were kind of uh, doing, helping with the wedding on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't really have a lot of big decisions to make. It yeah. was just like, this is what it is. You don't really have a choice. Yeah. Um, but that was really hard on me. I let that kind of define, mm-hmm. um, like I said, my marriage at one point. Yeah. Um, some bitterness at first, right? Like, cause now everybody's like, Cody gets married a year later and he's got 300 people there, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it made it very difficult, but I mean, it brought me closer to my wife, mm. right? It made our, only our spiritual relationship even stronger. Yeah. So I will never regret that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was very challenging. I mean, yeah. right out of the gate for me. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely very hard. Um, I feel like we can lose a lot of joy when we play that comparison game mm-hmm. of, well, this person has this and I didn't get this or, right. but yeah, then you see kind of like that, that silver lining or that blessing in there of, mm-hmm. um, you mm-hmm. know, you, your wife and you like getting to kind of go through a trial together, which right. produces something so beautiful. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I mean, before we started this, uh, you, uh, Cody was kind of saying he didn't think that he was going to get married so shortly after. Neither did I. (laughs) (laughs) So why don't you tell us a little bit about, yeah, your experience. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of to parallel Cole's story a little bit, I I just remember being in that wedding. It it still was a a wedding day. It still felt like a wedding day. Just a little different. Less people there, you know. Definitely want to preface that. It was still a beautiful day. Yeah. I don't want to take away from that at all. It was awesome. I, I remember... A lot of people don't remember their wedding. I like almost remember every detail. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of crazy. It's yeah. very, it's awesome. Yeah. So. Yeah. We're elephants too, though. We, we remember everything. Just at least <laughs> I've elephants? been, we, well, elephant never forgets is what they say. I've, <laughs> I've been told I, I just remember so many crazy things from like 10 I years ago. And people now. are like, how do you remember? <laughs> you see that we're elephants? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> she sees it now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I would say like when I just even remember being in Cole's wedding, like, yeah, I'm not going to be doing this for a couple of years, mm. maybe longer, whatever whenever God provides it to me or I guess or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just like, 
no, um, and, and COVID's happening too. He's like, I don't want to deal with all this, you know, not <laughs> being able to invite anybody and like, eh, just let's just wait for a few years or more, who, however it happens. Yeah. And then you fast forward six months later, uh, <laughs> where I actually get, so me and my wife, I'll try not to tell the, the entire story, but me and my wife were friends before uh, we got engaged. Yeah. I had known her for a few years before this. And, you know, we talk, we talked off and on. Yeah. And um, I would say, it was towards October, November that she called me on the phone and kind of told me like, hey, where are we at with this? And I'm just like, that's a good question. <laughs> and that was like, okay, so is this happening or not? So a couple conversations happened, a few dates happened, and you know, we end up realizing this is God's uh, will for us is to be together. Yeah. And um, that happened in November and I put in the proposal. That night I went to go see her father I put in the proposal to my elder, and then I went and hung out with Cole and a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. And to fast forward two days later, I was out late the night before till like 3 a.m., so I was exhausted. I woke up to my phone ringing, mm -hmm. and it's my friend that we were with that Thursday night telling me, hey, I tested positive for COVID. Uh-oh. And, <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> and he goes, maybe you should get tested potentially. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't have any symptoms. I feel fine. I'll give it a day or so and I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'll decide what I want to do. And my soon to be fiance, she hadn't answered me yet, but my soon to be fiance was on a retreat. So I couldn't even talk to her. She kind of was trying to stay away from her phone. And I was like, eh, we'll see what happens. And I just remember falling asleep on my couch at two in the afternoon on a Saturday, waking up at 6 p.m. at night, uh -huh. and my head was on fire. Oh. And I'm like, uh-oh. And I checked my temperature and I had like 102 degree fever. Yeah. And I'm like, I have COVID. <laughs> yeah. So my wife, um, my student-to-be wife hadn't, um, did not know that yet. Yeah. <laughs> and she had got done with her retreat that Sunday. She called me. She knew that there was, I had uh, put in a proposal through our church to the AC church to uh, marry her, to ask for her to marry me. And she was like, hey, how's everything going? I'm like, well, you sitting down. Uh, <laughs> so guess what? I have COVID. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she was going to meet with her elder that next day. And it was, it worked out because he advised to let her give her like a week or so. He initially said, I usually ask him to wait a month. Uh -huh. And he's like, well, actually, and she goes, well, I kind of know what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, and he's like, okay, well, how about a week? And I'm like, well, that's perfect because he has COVID. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I quarantined and I worked for about a week or so. And then I got the answer that next week and we got engaged and that was the week of Thanksgiving. Okay. And, um, that week I went to three different Thanksgivings and I had only been to one Thanksgiving my entire life. So wow. we went all over the place and then we got announced that Sunday and then we got okay. married in March. And I would say the pandemic did not affect us too much. I would think at that point we were getting close to a year of this mm -hmm. and we knew what was expected. So we, we were planning a wedding based on COVID. It's like yeah. we knew like there's a potential we won't be able to invite that many people. Yeah. But it started, as it started getting, we, we talked to our church elder and he said, you can invite up to 450 people. Okay. So we just split it down the middle and we each invited and we probably got about two to 300 people that showed up and it was a good day. Yeah. So that was at the end of March and fast forward about three months later and we are very happily married. So. Yeah, here you are. <laughs> yeah. So, and then do you guys still live, do you guys live like 
right next to each other right now or we actually live very close so it's like um, five minutes away probably. yeah probably so there's a street that runs through morton called fourth street okay we're like not even two miles away from each other okay (laughs) we both we both uh, own condos yeah i own a condo on one street he owns a condo on the other yeah Mm -hmm. we're very pretty close in proximity yeah yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah, so it's been a stretching year sounds like Mm -hmm. and um i think that everybody reacts to um like change very differently but i think that um it's obvious like to grow we have to change and as unfortunate as covid has been um, it's it's really cool to see how each of you, I mean, how God has used both of you just to navigate different things and mm-hmm. um, the different blessings, even in the challenges and the trials. So yeah, um, it's really exciting that you guys both um, now happily married and mm-hmm. um, you get to be individuals and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, very much so. Yeah, um, I did have a favor to ask. Um, just to take it on a, a more humorous note. Um, so uh, I miss recruiting. I miss hearing, um, you know, some certain characters in recruiting. So I was wondering, Cole does like really awesome impressions. If you could. Oh, awesome is a stretch, but I, I, I attempt. Yeah. No, he does pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Get ready. Um, should we do, maybe I should do him. Maybe you. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't even say who it is. Mm-hmm. And if you do know, you know, this will be streamed on a lot of different mm-hmm. sources. You can just comment. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so we'll do impression number one. Hello. Um, you know, in about five minutes, I'm going to go to lunch. But there again, McDonald's drive through shrinking, so I should probably be fine. So that'll be fine. But, yep. Yep, go ahead. What you need? <laughs> so that was impression number one. That was impression number one. <clears throat> impression number two. Hey man, I'm uh kind of hungry today. Uh, you wanna go to you wanna go to Pokey Works sushi burrito? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Usually followed by a no. Sometimes sorry. Yes. About <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Man, this is going to be one to remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Wow. Yeah, those are rich. Very rich <laughs> and very true. Um, so why don't you guys tell me some, yeah, memorable quotes from New Spum? Some people you know here, what are, what are funny things or things that have really stuck with you, um, whether it was leadership or whether it was Gary moving a trash can, I don't know, whoever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that Gary's not a leader, too. but yeah. go, <laughs> go ahead, Cody. Um, there's one thing I'll always take from here that I learned very early on because I'm someone who can be very sensitive and mm-hmm. sometimes express low self-esteem. So there's times you're going to get that phone call from a customer that's upset because their product didn't get here when they wanted it here. Mm-hmm. And things can be said, and they can be very mm-hmm. upset. And... Uh, trying to decipher that that is not directed at you and it's just they're upset at the situation, yeah. that can be hard to deal with sometimes. And something that Doug Bradle, um, uh, who oversees all of operations, has always told me, he mm-hmm. said, just practice the, um, the acronym Q-TIP. Quit taking it personally. Mm. Um, he used a really cool story that really talked about that, practicing that example, is you have to realize that people who are upset 
are probably having to be who, who are also upsetting other people as well because whoever i'm talking to they probably have to report to somebody else who is also upset with them and sometimes it's just a venting process and mm. sometimes you're going to be in an ear to listen sometimes for a customer or it could be a driver or whatever and a lot of times it's very easy to just like say that's directed at you and you're gonna take it personally and it's still a work in progress for me i'm still practicing it every day but that's one of the biggest things i've learned here is you know obviously express show love to everybody and you know take things in stride and take correction and education and in all those moments but just understand that it is not a personal thing in the business that we're in you know this is a business and it's just keep doing what you do every single day to the best of your ability yeah so that's the biggest thing i've always taken away from here it's still again it's still been a process and uh, my manager josh too has been really great with that as well mm -hmm. um telling me it's like you can't take it personally just next move on yeah and everybody there's a support system here for you as well and I do have that there with my team and operations in general. So I'm, I'm just very thankful for the position I'm in and the people I'm with because the CAC team is like a family. So that's the other thing too. I just appreciate my CAC family. Yeah. So yeah. there you go, guys. I mentioned all of you. So. <laughs> Q-tip. I will whole. remember that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So likewise, um, wow, are we twins? <laughs> um, so very similar. Um, I'll say more along the lines is, is, is for me is I have very high expectations for people sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, super in an unfair light. Like I, I create unrealistic expectations and I would say sometimes divine. Like, you know, I almost try to put like you have to be super perfect like Jesus, right? Yeah. Like, and so that that's a big fault of mine. Um, and that's a d direct reflection for myself, though, because I have high expectations for myself, too. And that's... Yeah caused me to be perfectionist and very anxious. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, just likewise, just something um, my good coworker and friend Joe Anderson um, told me, um, has, has told me all the time, actually, um, is I can only change me. Mm -hmm. And that's something I've really practiced probably within the last, this year, 2021, as early as we are yeah. into it, it feels like, um, is I can only change me, right? Somebody's dealing with something completely different in their life, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I have hardships, they have hardships. Yeah. We all have hardships. Um, and that could come out, vent out in anger, frustration, sadness, yeah. um, callousness, I guess. I just all sorts of things can happen, right? Yeah. Um, just from life circumstances that happen outside of work, right? And um, I've really learned to be more compassionate with that mm. and, um, you know, not take somebody's feelings and emotion and make them my own. Yeah. And that's really, really helped me um, just as far as not like keeping low expectations for people, yeah. but giving them reasonable ones, especially the expectations that's laid out in the word, right? Like yeah. It's very clear and written, um, all the different expectations God expects of us. Yeah. So I would say that's a big one for me is um, I'm responsible for me and I can only change me. Yeah. And I'm the one who can make a difference. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. And I think I've seen... I, I've worked more so with you than mm -hmm. with Cody, but I mm -hmm. think I've seen you do a really good job with just like validating people, mm -hmm. um, allowing them to actually like feel their emotions and say like, it's okay that you, you feel that way. Yeah. Um, so I've always appreciated that with you. Oh, thanks. Um, and I think you bo both are definitely like peacemakers where you're really good at, um, yeah, bringing mm -hmm. that to the table. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I have this little deck here. So okay. um, it has some questions in it. Oh, and um, usually I'm really quick to think of questions, but 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of nerve-wracking down here sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, actually, I'll just let you each pick one. Okay. And you can ask it to each other. Oh, boy. Okay. You first. Okay. <laughs> what do you value most in your friends? Hmm. I think I value um, care between friends. I I like to sh- I like to show that I care and I love the person, but obviously you like to see that with them is too. That's where you find out who your true friends are, is when there's care involved with the relationship. Can you give an example of um, a time you experienced that? Hmm. That's, there's a lot. Um, I always. <laughs> This is what I'm just specifically using me because it happened here. Um, Rick Schmidt and safety um, kind of told me, just told me one time, the fact that he just told me directly, you know, I, I care about you and mm-hmm. I want you to hear what I'm telling you. Aww. So I use that example. Um, and so, yeah, when, when Rick did that for me, I really, that, I really acknowledge that in our friendship. Yeah. So. See, those safety guys are sweet guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Cole, if you could ask one person one question and they had to answer truthfully, who and what would you ask? Yeah, that's deep. That's a deep one. (laughs) If I had to ask one question to one person, who would I ask? And they have to answer truthfully. So you get an answer. Oh, my... Wow. That is a question. Yeah. Can you pick a different one? No. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I feel like I would... Um, Joe Biden, <laughs> the president of our United States. So let's just answer whoever it would be. Um, I would honestly want to ask a leader of our country, where do you put your faith? Mm. Do you, like... When that trickles down to, do you believe in Jesus Christ? Yeah. I think I would, that's something I would personally want to ask somebody who leads the country I live in. Oh. That's what came to my mind. Oh. Mm-hmm. So. That's very yeah. powerful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tough question. That's where I was like, should I ask this one? But that's, yeah. that's I would want to know that. Yeah. Like, personally, right? Yeah. These questions, I mean, they mm-hmm. they put you out to, there to be pretty vulnerable. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um. I want to participate, so can one of you yeah, ask sure. me a question? <laughs> uh, if it's inappropriate, then you could just pick a different one. Uh, no, I'll change it. That one just seems a little bit more loaded. Okay. So is that one. Oh, uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for looking out for me. <laughs> Here's one. Sage, if you had to teach a class on one thing, what would you teach? Oh, um, the art of spontaneity. Okay. I think, um, I think we're in an age where people get like super uncomfortable with, with change. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean this year, you, like you just see how much happened and, um, I'd like to help people, um, in uncomfortable situations be okay with that. Um, I have seen God work miraculously through uncomfortable situations right. and, um, I think that when we're willing to um, do things that are uncomfortable, God can show up. Kind of like when we're weak, He can be strong. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, yeah, just kind of teaching people to um, lean more into him and do things that might make them feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. That's why I really do enjoy this show. Um, right, yeah. <laughs> because not everybody on here is comfortable of coming on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, like, I know uh, Johanna, uh, she was a little nervous last week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I think I would love to teach people how to do uncomfortable things. Okay. Um, mostly, yeah, for for their faith. Yeah, yeah that's for awesome. sure. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Well, um, there was another story that I really kind of wanted you to share about when you first started and you had a meeting with Jeremy. <laughs> um, y- you said he, oh, he yeah. said something to you that you would never yeah. forget. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> Jeremy was probably like, "What's he gonna say?" <laughs> but, uh, um, no, yeah, we, and it, it was, and I gotta be careful when I say old building, but when we were in middle building, right? Um, Jeremy's office when you first walked in there was on the right side where sales is now. For those who don't know, um, is where recruiting and HR was in that little tiny corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jeremy's was the first office on the right, and uh, we would do our recruiting touch point, which we do monthly. Um, where we all get together in Jeremy and we just kind of go over the lay of the land kind of thing, the, the climate uh, of all things recruiting. Yeah. And uh, it was like probably one of our first ones. It was so it was just at the time it was just uh, myself, Joe Anderson and Jared Fair and um, in recruiting there. And um, I don't know, we were kind of closing up and everything. And I, I'm just still getting to know Jeremy <laughs> as I start here and everything. And um, I was just kind of telling these guys, Jeremy is one of the funniest men in my life. I just, I think he's hilarious sometimes. He has all these just... Um, Great comebacks, number one. Um, really witty jokes. Um, so if you don't know Jeremy, get to know him. He's really funny, okay? So it was just that, I don't know what we were talking about. We were kind of talking about sales for some reason. And <laughs> he was basically impli- like implying and saying that when you purchase something, you never get 100% for what you put into it. Is basically So what you get back, so um, you're not going to get a complete 100% investment, is basically what he was saying. And he just, just, just at the drop of a hat, just goes, the one exception here is Jack's Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest. I was like, wow, that guy uh, got humor. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> so I'll just never forget that. It was one of my yeah. first couple of weeks, and um, it was just really funny. <laughs> he's not wrong either. Jack yeah, he, he isn't wrong. That's so. the thing. Yeah. That's what was even funnier. I was like, he's totally right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy walks in typically in mornings and he does this big like, hello, hello. And it, it almost feels like, yeah, like a famous person is walking in and he's just <laughs> greeting everyone. Indeed. I know he doesn't think he's famous at all, but <laughs> 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 but yeah, yeah, we have a, a really special um, office here yeah. and um, it's so sweet to be able just to get to know different personalities and um, it's so cool to see too how different people like make an impact of whether it's jack's pizza or you know (laughs) reminding you like um not to take things personally or Mm -hmm. um or or whatever you may have it so um yeah i have a gift for you guys um so it's in this bag and it's very similar to like what i'm using actually right now Mm. um so this is just like a thank you for being on here. Thank you. And do you guys do you guys journal? Do you write a lot? So it is actually something I've recently picked up. Okay. To be honest, um, yeah. a lot of power in that. Mm-hmm. Um, just journaling. I journal prayers. I will like sometimes if I'm thinking about something, 
whether negative or positive, it helps to just kind of get it on a piece of paper. Yeah. So yeah, it's been something, I mean, I will use this. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's been something I've been doing a lot. I've done it off and on. So I usually okay. like take notes when I read, um, if I'm doing a Bible study or something like that, I always like to uh, write stuff down, but okay. it's always something I've said, I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to do it. So this would be a good time to start. Okay. <laughs> I want to do a little exercise too, just to see how well you guys know each other. Um, so Cody, what is Cole's favorite color? Red. That's correct. Um, Cole, what is, what's Cody's like favorite shirt? Like, what would he wear the most often? A classic rock tee. Really? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cody, what's Cole's favorite artist? Van Halen. <laughs> what's that? <laughs> a classic rock band. It's changed, but I grew up listening to Van Halen a lot. Um, it's a, They're just a classic rock band. Now I'm embarrassed. But was I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but was I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it used uh, to be his Facebook name. He called what? he called himself Cole Van Halen Zeller. <laughs> oh no. Aww. So yes, yeah, it is definitely. Could you, his like what what's what's like a lyric to one of their songs? <laughs> Panama. That's all I can think of right now. Or might jump. as well jump. Jump. The song <laughs> Jump. So the song Jump, very popular 80s song. I'm sure might everybody's as well heard jump. it. Might as well jump. And everybody else. Jump. jump. <laughs> so that's like one of their most famous songs. Yep. Jump. So. And that's just the premise of the song. Pretty much. Pretty much. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> yep. Didn't really look into the meanings too much, but <laughs> probably should have. And I want to stop listening to them. But yeah, <laughs> that was, that was uh, very just a classic hair metal band from the 80s that I loved in my younger years okay. way younger years okay <laughs> do you guys have um uh what's what's cody's game name does cody have a game name like a gamer name is that like a thing oh is like, like a, oh my gamer tag yeah oh my gosh go when, when we when we used to play yeah go ahead i mean i know it no, yeah just say is it, it appropriate no it's appropriate <laughs> yeah so his initials cz blue ranger because cody and i were big power ranger power rangers yeah. <laughs> growing up so. Okay. <laughs> I was like, everything else that I was trying to do was taken. And I'm just like, well, <laughs> they're kind of retro and throwback. They're people that appreciate it. So let's go for and it. 10-year-olds watch it. So 10-year-olds watch it. So yes. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. If Cole was a superhero, which one would he be? <laughs> if you were a superhero. So is I'm like based off who you think my favorite is? Yes. Okay. Oh man, I'm gonna be bad if I get this wrong. Cole would be Venom because his favorite Marvel character is Venom. He's not a hero though. He's an anti-hero actually. Yeah. You're calling him a villain? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is Cole's all-time favorite comic book character. Yeah, so. so comic book character would be him, of course, when I'm a Spider-Man villain. Yep. So but okay. I would say my favorite is like I love the Spider-Man story and all that. So that would probably yeah. be my favorite. Do you know which action figures are currently at Cole's desk? Um, well, he's got a few Funko Pops. Um, and he's also got a model uh, Godzilla figure. Um, he's got that. And then he's got a uh, Macho Man Randy Savage Funko Pop. And he's also got a Spider-Man uh, Funko Pop. So they're bobbleheads, right? So they're bobbleheads. They're kind of like bobbleheads. So Spider-Man went home. But I do have <laughs> I do have Timon and Pumbaa. Yes. Which... Yep. Is me and Cody's favorite Disney characters. Yep. Aww. So Cody is Timon and I am Pumbaa. Yep. How did you decide that? 
that's the songs we always sang as kids. Yeah. Lion King <laughs> what was our parts favorite. We would sing. Who would sing? So. Yeah. Let, like, so how does that one go? Oh no. Do you, <laughs> do you want me to do it? Can I do it? Yeah. Um. Oh no. Come on. Well, it could get loud, but it's fine. Okay. Um. Why, when he was a young warthog? <laughs> when I was a young warthog. Very nice. Thanks. I hope it doesn't burst anybody's <laughs> eardrum. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, no. I actually didn't think you were gonna belt it out. That I said awesome. close. It's gonna get loud. Everybody in marketing is probably like, or in accounting is like, what just happened? Is this soundproof? Is there an guys? opera on this? Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that was last visit on Terminal Exchange. Yes, yes, yes. That was. Seriously, Lion King was our favorite movie growing up, and that's mm-hmm. what we did. Mm-hmm. We did Hakuna Matata. Can you do, like, is it the Wingo Wap? Or that's a different movie. No, that's it. Oh, yeah. yeah, can a you do that wep, part? A Wimbo Wap, a Wimbo Wap, a Wimbo Wap. I can't hear you, buddy. Back me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, oh my. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I did okay. not think this would all come out. <laughs> <laughs> it's who we are, though. We're, we're that's true. Sometimes it's, yep. we like to. We both like to. Sometimes we we try to provide the entertainment. Just try to you know liven up the mm-hmm. room a little bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. That was rich. That was. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fall asleep thinking about that. Like. <laughs> oh, I'm just belting, belting out. Pumba. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, the action figures, yeah, those are yeah. <laughs> okay. All on my desk. I, I, my favorite of his is actually that that night pen holder. Oh, that thing yeah. is pretty awesome. Uh, Where'd you get that thing? Amazon. Okay, that's awesome. I yeah. always want to like mess with that thing. Yeah. yeah. If anybody's yeah. been by my desk, I have a knight kneeling and it's like instead of like a sword, it's my pen. So and C- Caleb Gee has returned to New Spawn and he he loves it. <laughs> He's like, Cole, I almost took that while you were gone. <laughs> so. Uh, wow. Well, I think I think we'll close there unless mm-hmm. you guys have any other remarks or yeah, questions. No. I just, you know, good majority of our audience is um, drivers and people that work at Newsbomb. Yeah. And um, I'm thankful to be a part of the family with you all. And we work at a great company, um, one yeah. that glorifies God daily. So, yeah, it's it's been a pleasure. I mean, honestly, like. Mm-hmm. We, me and my wife have talked about just mm-hmm. through the hardships in the last year or so. We're just so richly in a spiritual sense blessed yeah. um, by our coworkers and who we work for. And mm-hmm. um, yeah. very, very thankful for that. So thank you all for being a part of that. Um, yeah. I mean, we, you know, Nussbaum is the name and we all make it up. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's all of us together. Yeah. So, yeah. I, the only thing I like to say is something I always, I'm on the ESAP committee here at New Swam and I usually will sometimes do a portion in orientation to drivers. And something I always try to hit on for them is because the drivers are the heart of our company. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they really help run this place. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I will say that you, each and every one of you here that drive for us, you are appreciated. And, you know, I, you know there's, yes. there's guys that have come from different carriers that say they were just a number. And here you are not just a number. We yeah. do we do love and appreciate you here, and you are part of a family. So yeah. I will say I, I'm a part of that family, and I'm blessed to be a part of it. Yeah. So yeah, today I'm in the mail room, and um, I work with, I, I help drivers get their uniforms and stuff like that. And I was helping a driver, and I, I go, "What's your name?" And he gives he gave me his truck number, and I go, "Oh no, I don't, I don't, I don't keep track of truck numbers. I keep track of names." Yeah. So. <laughs> Very good. That's awesome. So yep. yeah, um, it is it is such a joy to work here, mm-hmm. and. 
um, we get excited when drivers pop in and see us. Um, and if you're a driver and you're also interested in wanting to be on the terminal exchange, um, it's it's uncomfortable, but it's fun. <laughs> and so, yeah, um, shoot marketing at newspalm.com a message. Um, and yeah, if you guys have any questions too for Cole and Cody, whether it's about um, maybe what church you go to or mm-hmm. a question about, you know, how did they act with COVID or yeah. something like that. Are you guys open to Absolutely. direct any questions? Absolutely, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Email us. The directory's got our emails or yeah. give us a phone call. Just twins at News Bomb. Twins at <laughs> Puma and what was it? (laughs) (laughs) That should be our my gamer tag. Uh, (laughs) uh, I would say to just if for you know for drivers who come in through the terminal, if you're only here once or twice a year, you know you'll see us. You'll see one of us. Yeah. So (laughs) don't be afraid to say hi. I'll make sure and try to say hi to you. Yep. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see flowers by his desk and again cheese balls or or some sort of action figures (laughs) 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 all right thanks for Mm -hmm. tuning in see ya you've been listening to terminal exchange the official podcast show of noose bomb transportation noose bomb is an industry leader in over the road freight transportation for more information on noose bombs award-winning truckload services and top paying driving careers go to newsbomb.com or newsbombjobs.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Terminal Exchange. New episodes arrive every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts and share a little love by writing us a review. Then go deeper into each exchange or listen to previous episodes at our podcast page, terminalexchange.org.